Hello everyone, Michael Gurley here. I've got a thought I want to share with you. This is a, oh man, it's probably a 40-year-old thought that I first wrote about about 20 years ago. And I used it in some of my teaching and preaching messages. And then I finally put it to a blog post about 10 years ago when I got started doing this blogging. And I keep coming back and revisiting and updating and making it look and sound a little bit better. But anyway, I've titled this, Keep on Themkin. It's been a long time. Many years ago, I was a mainframe computer operator for a company that produced oil wellheads. Massive valves that help control the flow of oil at the opening of oil wells. Some went deep underwater, others simply sat above the ground. We were located near the Astrodome in Houston, Texas, back in 1977. Great tool company. This was one of the best times of my career that came as a result of other good experiences that led on to even greater opportunities. Though I had several good jobs before and after, these few years gave me the foundation for a future in technology. In the mainframe world, there were some major brands of computers, IBM, Burroughs, Honeywell, and the like. Major companies with major computing presence. I've worked on most of them, but IBM had a corner on the marketplace, at least in the businesses that I worked for. On the top of the mainframe at Gray Tool Company, we had an IBM 37135 DOSBS Power. I can still say it, and I know what it means. But on top of the mainframe, there was a sign that came from IBM, I think. Though the words on the sign were framed from an IBM behind-the-scenes process to promote good actions into technology, I've searched for a while and cannot find a particular reference to this uniquely spelled sign, at least not from IBM. It was attached to the mainframe near a huge red emergency power-off button in the top right corner. That emergency button, if there's any environmental or electrical malfunction, you were supposed to pull the button to disconnect the mainframe from potential harm. Those years of seeing this sign were important. Think about it. I was making about eight bucks an hour, and I had the power to disconnect the living brain of a company by pulling the button. And once pulled, there was no easy way to undo your action. But that sign above the emergency power-off button gave warning. It used a particular font that made the words stand out. And at first glance, you would think it said, Think, because that was IBM's uh, main key word of advertising. For several weeks, I would glance at it and think that it was telling me to think about my next action while at the console. After a while, I began to look closely, and the word was actually THIMK. Yes, T-H-I-M-K. Unless you observe closely and think about it correctly, you would never think that it was really telling you to THIMK. Further research shows that a popular magazine of the day, Mad Magazine, used the same word, font, color, and design, only it said THIMK. I suspect someone had a sense of humor, and I'm not sure anyone ever caught it, but they probably changed the sign without anyone knowing about it. 
If there was something I could share with you out of this, it would be it is very important to spend time thinking things through. You can practice training and rehearse so much better when your mind is focused on the action. Yet with all the th- without all the th- thinking in the world, you will probably not be successful if you do not do. There comes a time when you have to simply take all of that thinking and put it to use. I love collecting key thoughts, but key to life can simply be a collection of thoughts and ideas and unless you know use what you know then you're simply wasting time space and effort here's my thought today it's from one of my favorite books in the bible that the apostle paul teaches us the very same thing i've been sharing this for decades and it speaks to me each time i read and study his words They are different than how I might say it, but I believe he dots the I's and crosses the T's way much better than I. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, noble, just, pure, lovely, of good report, if there is any virtue and there's any praise, meditate or think on these things. The things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me do and the God of peace will be with you. That word think in the King James is translated as meditate in other translations. I'm okay with the new word because I think a lot of my thinking is really meditating. And meditating is simply engaging in thought or contemplation, reflection. One definition of the word says it's to think deeply or focus one's mind for a period of time. This is something I'm generally good at, but here's the rub. You cannot put food on the table or a roof over your head by simply thinking. My logic for doing becomes defined by my action of thinking. Notice what Paul says in that last sentence of scripture. The things you've learned, received, heard, and seen in me do. Immediately after you spent time meditating on the good things of life, do. Thinking and doing need to go hand in hand. You do not do without thinking it through. Make your doing a positive action and not simply a reaction because you've not spent time figuring out. Let me extrapolate this into another line of thinking. You may watch someone meditate. But I'm thinking thinking that a lot of prayer should be meditating time. Deep thinking. If God knows the thoughts of our hearts, Luke 5.22, then prayer can be some deep thinking and God knows exactly what you're saying. If you've been around me for any length of time, you've probably heard me preach and teach about this. It's a simple message. But it is very, very important. Let's think it out and then let's get busy and do. God bless you. Looking forward to being with you on another day. I hope the world is your is your foundation for a future that you haven't even begun to imagine just yet. God bless you.